If you watch Shannon Sharp call in the National Guard, Chauncey Billups as a patriot, Dikembe's full name, Maxi the Miner. If you supported Mission 16W, the Bears, Zephyrs, and Rockies, Champs 100-yard pick, Chris Jackson. If you have a David Need rookie card, if you answered yes to all of the above, you're on the right station at the right time for the right show. Mile High Sports, all 22 at 6 with Kent Erickson, starts now. Boy, top of the left circle, everything on the perimeter now for Minnesota. 44 seconds gone on their power play. Goal line extended, fashion, using that big body. Goes instead to Kyle Rao. Rao at the circle for Riley, center point, left point, shot, Boyd, save, rebound, score! Hudson Fashing. The big freshman uses his size to position himself in front of the net, waiting for a rebound that finally came. And the 84th shot of the national championship game, tying a title game record, gets Minnesota within one. It's 5-4. to four. Marshall, lead. Camerata has it. Steps across the line. Camerata makes one drag move with the puck knocked away from him by who? By Gostas Bear. Going to his belly to knock it free. Sullivan on the counterattack. Goes to the outside and scores! Kevin Sullivan, the senior, on the counterattack. With a minute 22 remaining, he just scored the goal that could bring Union their first national championship. Final seconds, tick it off the clock. They don't have scholarships. They don't have a big enrollment. They don't have a big building. But on the biggest stage, they stand alone. The championship to Schenectady, New York. Union has won the national championship. The State of Union is strong. Two years ago, they arrived in Tampa for the Frozen Four, and they were wowed by the scene. They weren't ready for the stage and couldn't advance to the national championship game. Two years later, Rick Bennett brings this team back here as the number one team in the nation. And start to finish, they were the best. Monday morning, you showed the fight. College Dutchman. Union College. Good morning. I'm Ken Erickson. This is the All 22 at 6 a.m. I was going to say it's a beautiful day, but then I looked outside. <laughs> There's nothing beautiful about it. The snowfall is beautiful in Colorado. I love the seasons, but enough. Okay, we're over it. April will drive you crazy here. March, you just expect it. You know, you expect big, mm. wet snow. But April, you're just, okay, we're supposed to expect it, but uh, do we have to really go through this anymore? Scraping I, my windshield this morning, Jess. I wasn't happy. Yeah, especially after such a nice day on Saturday. I know. I came out of my garage, and I'm like looking, and I'm going, oh, man. And then I go to scrape, and it was like on there. Ugh. I couldn't get it off. I'm one of those guys driving down the road this morning, peeking out the hole in my window, <laughs> going, "Okay, I, I think I, I think I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I'm good here. I'm good. The defroster will take care of the rest of it, right? My windshield got clear about the time I got here. Mm. So yeah, I was one of those guys that didn't scrape. You see those people driving down the road with all the snow on their car and they can barely see, and you just go, "Dude, you're killing us here." Now we know that's you. Yeah, that was me this morning. 
I couldn't get it off of there. A series of games, a series of events went into effect this weekend to decide the, I guess, to put some clarity on the playoff picture for the Colorado Avalanche. Mm -hmm. It started, what did it start? Friday night? Friday night in San Jose. We got it. We got it going. Semyon Varlamov, or maybe even Patrick Waugh on this one. That's a rocket. Kept in by Colorado. Deep to Talbot. Seven. And Bortolo scores. And it's 2-1. And Patrick Bortolo adds one more element to a game that has seen him be involved in just about everything. Aggressive penalty killers for Colorado, but the Sharks are moving the puck quickly. Couture shot. That hit Hurdle in front of the net. Out of the box is Parento. He's got a breakaway. D.A. Parento. Saved by Stalock and the rebound cleared by the Murs. That's a big save right there. Marlowe for Logan Couture. Couture gets through a check from Stasty. Shoots and scores! Fortolo able to keep it in. And now Havlat with a breakaway. Martin Havlat saved by Jaguar. Scores on the rebound. Ugh. That was just part one. Then we get to Saturday. Ducks and Kings. And here's how that one went down. Taken away by Anaheim. Here's Bolesky. Right side. He shoots. He scores. Matt Bolesky puts the Ducks ahead with 4.47 to go. 3-2. to two. Regeer is shot, tipped over the net. Picked up on the right side by Voinov. Voinov gets it back up toward the middle. Picked up by Kopitar. He shoots, he scores! Kopitar ties the game at 3-3. Three three. Well, now, Devante Smith-Pelly is going to have a chance to win the game for Anaheim. See if he has some speed on that. He's known as a fast skater. Smith Pelly has a goal in this game. He could win it here for Anaheim. Smith Pelly score! And Anaheim wins it in the shootout, four to three. That means a lot. Anaheim celebrating again. They already had the West. So that gave the Ducks the Western Conference title. Is there a Western Conference title anymore? I'm not sure, but they've got home ice until the finals. The Boston Bruins are the winner of the President's Cup. This is the best record in the NHL this year. Regular season. But then it was just a matter of what happens in the Central Division. The Blues seem to be ready to give this division to the Avalanche. But they still had a glimmer of hope. They hosted the Red Wings on Sunday before the Avs played. And here's how it went. Who puts on the brakes, drops it back, lash off through, traffic, score! That one will count, and Detroit has a 1-0 lead. Bow load of traffic in front of Ryan Miller again, and that's certainly not unusual. Now Riley Shane has it. Shane pulls the trigger, he scores! 2-0 Detroit. 
chances at both ends of the ice. Detroit had a really good one. Then St. Louis came down for a chance, and they're right back the other end again. Kendall slides it across. And last shot for Kendall, far side. That's it. Area pass, score! Redirected by Applicator, it's 3-0. about says it all that shake of the head for ryan miller so before the abs even got to their game on sunday they knew it didn't matter they had won the central division or been given the central division should i say given yeah exactly <laughs> given nice little gift you look at the schedule and it was kind of fun because it looked like it was going to be abs and ducks in the final game of the regular season to decide the western conference and it doesn't get better than that, right? So that was a little disappointing the way it went down, although it was good that the Avs didn't have to win yesterday to win the West. The game, I thought it was still a pretty good game. Ducks sat a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Avs, too, went with Jaguar. Or were you surprised they didn't give Reddo another shot yesterday? Not after that performance. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wonder, does Patrick Waugh, do you think he regrets that? I don't think so. I don't think he's the kind of guy that had just has regrets like that. No. Do you think they would have even had a chance in San Jose? They looked to me like it was just not going to happen. Yeah. Yep. And San Jose, I don't. I wouldn't want to match up with them. So instead, well, let's listen to what happened in the Ad Avs game. Three back to the Avs end, right up the gut. Smith Pelly, a dry move, trying to get a shot on puck, not free. Comes high slot, Vaughn in a shot, saves again, rebound to the near side, Benino a shot, score. The Avs fall 3 2 in overtime as Benino gets the rebound and puts it home. And that will do it for the regular season. The Avs will finish with 112 points. Our final score from the Honda Center. Anaheim 3 in the Avalanche 2. Let's get to the playoffs and what matters. The Minnesota in town beginning Thursday night. I'll talk to you then. Yes, we will. Of Moj, we'll talk to you then. Looking forward to that. It's the Minnesota Wild. We finally know after all that talk about can the Avs catch the Blackhawks? Can they get by the Blackhawks and have home ice for Game 7? Yes, they can. We were looking at the wrong team, Jess. We were yeah. paying attention to the wrong thing. And isn't that the way it goes in sports? Just when we, in the media, we got it all figured out. We sit down with the numbers and we figure it out. And we don't figure nothing out. Avs wild. Starts Thursday night, and then Saturday, and then they go off to Minnesota. We'll look at more of that. We'll look at all the matchups as they are all set for the NHL for the greatest tournament in the world, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Nuggets Saturday night beat the Jazz 101-94. How about Kenneth Fareed? Crazy. I know I've been talking about him a lot the last few weeks, hoping he survives this explosion that's going to go on down there. Yeah. I don't know how you don't have that guy on your team. Now, what I'm, you know, of course, we're all afraid of. Not all of us. Some of us aren't Fareed fans. But I'm afraid of is that he can bring a lot in a trade. Maybe more than he's actually worth. Do you think if he had played this way before the trade deadline, he, he there was a possibility he probably could have been traded? <laughs> Isn't that the weird? That's so weird. Yeah. But I think he had a great point. 
Yeah, and that was also his first uh, 2020 game of his career. Of his career. Yeah. You see at the end there where he was kind of, he was politicking for someone to miss a free throw so he could grab it. Yeah. That was kind of weird. But and everybody was kind of, they were all giggling about it and stuff. And that's the way it is at the end of the season when you're in the lottery. Knicks are out, so there's a pick there. The, Bron- the, the Broncos. The Nuggets got another ping pong ball. Yeah. Or two. Trouble is, that's what it is. Only one or two. Ah. They got the Clippers Tuesday, the Warriors Wednesday. And that puts a wrap on it. Mm-hmm. May 20th is the draft lottery. So we still got, we got a month to wait for that, too. Then the actual draft, June 26th. Are we excited for it? <sighs> but I guess we should be. You got to get excited about something. I don't know. I'm not that excited, Jess. I'd rather they were in the playoffs starting yeah, next exactly. week. Yeah. But, you know, that's the theory around town. Is the only way they're going to get better is to lose enough games to get in the lottery. And what is getting in the lottery going to do for you? We'll see, I guess. Hopefully I'm wrong again. That'd be awesome if I was wrong again and yeah. bam, the little ping pong ball with the Nugget logo popped up. That'd be sick. We want to get into the Rockies weekend, but there's so much that went on. We're going to have to bring that up next hour, I guess. We also want to talk about the Masters. Yep. And I do want to give a shout out to Union College, the Dutchman. It's a, just a great, you know, it gets kind of lost in the background with all the professional sports going on right now. College is kind of put aside after the NCAA tournament. But the Frozen Four, that's something. How many bucket lists include the Frozen Four? I don't think very many. I think it's got to be on mine, though. you got to go to that. If you're a hockey fan, you got to go. you got to want to go to that. You're listening to 94.1. This is Mile High Sports. We'll be here all day with some great sports talk from the normal teams. Goodman and Pritchard to come up after me. I'm just warming up the seat for the pros. 9 to 11 is the press box. 11 to 12 at Gill. And, of course, at noon, the Deans, Urban Joe. When we come back, we'll look at the Rockies weekend. And, of course, we'll talk a little bit about Bubba Watson. How much money Bubba make? I think you'll be a little surprised. It's a lot. (laughs) If you finished in the top 10, you made a lot. Good morning, everybody. We'll be right back. It's 621, and this is your All-22 Local Minute with Jesse Trujillo. The Avs were in Anaheim last night. The Avs fall 3-2 in overtime as Panino gets the rebound and puts it home. And that will do it for the regular season. The Avs will finish with 112 points. Our final score from the Honda Center, Anaheim 3 in the Avalanche 2. Let's get to the playoffs and what matters. Mark Mosier with Altitude Sports on that call. The Avs lost their final two games of the year to close out the season with 112 points and a division title. Detroit beat the Blues before the Avalanche game yesterday, guaranteeing the Avs first place in the Central Division. The Avs will host the Wild Thursday for the start of the first round of the playoffs. The Rockies lost Game 3 to the Giants in San Francisco 
Francisco yesterday 6-5. Tyler Chatwood made his season debut, pitching six innings and allowing four runs. But it was Rex Brothers who got the loss, giving up a walk-off home run in the 10th. Rockies pitcher Brett Anderson is also set to miss four to six weeks with a broken finger on his throwing hand. The Rockies open a four-game series in San Diego today with Jordan Lyles facing Eric Stoltz. The Nuggets will try to make it five straight against the Clippers tomorrow night in L.A. Bubba Watson wins the Masters in Augusta yesterday. That's his second in three years. I'm Jesse Trujillo, and now back to All 22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. All 22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. ball. Taps it in. Bends at his knees. Tucks the ball in his left pocket. Hugs caddy Ted Scott. An emotional embrace. Now Bubble looks at the Patriots. He waves his putter, acknowledging them. And he'll walk off the green here at Augusta National with his second green jacket. Bubble Watson your 2014 Masters champion. And his son is on the back of the green at 18 to greet him. music just roll there i think we should roll that underneath the rest of the show but then you'll need that uh chicago white Sox announcer to, to talk during the rest of the show <laughs> bubba raises his putter to acknowledge the crap golf cracks me up and there's his son waiting for him <laughs> oh we laugh but bubba watson's won his second jacket in three years Ridiculous. I love the fact that a guy named Bubba is winning the Masters, to tell you the truth. No. $1.6 million to win a golf match. Is this a great country or what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some people might say, though, no, that's the reason this country has a problem. I don't know. What did second place win? Almost a million dollars. $970,000. Third place, $600,000. Fourth place, $430,000. Fifth place, $360,000. Nice. Kent Denver grad, Kevin Stadler. Yeah. Finished even for the tourney and tied with eight other players who shot 288. So he takes the eighth place money. All those guys that finished tied for eighth, they take all those spots. So somebody's like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 
take all that prize money and they divide it up amongst the guys that tie. So it's not really, he didn't really win $300,000 for finishing eighth place. A little less because he had to split it with all the other eighth place guys. Still made a lot of money. This is a great tournament. I just wish you could cheer during golf matches. Like as the guy's about to swing. Wah! Wah! <laughs> you know? I mean, if they can really, if they're true professionals, yeah. that wouldn't bother. That'd be part of it, blocking that out, right? Mm-hmm. Think of the shouting matches on the golf course if you could do that. Because the golfers, they would lose it. And they would hit a bad shot, and they would turn to the crowd, and they would start getting on the guy. They'd yell during the backswing. But what if everybody was just yelling? What if you could cheer during tennis matches instead of, oh, they're about to compete. Everybody be quiet. Or have, like, you know how Rocky's out there and you have a sign that says, go! Right! Bubba! What if if they did the wave (laughs) on the tee box? (laughs) That'd be sick. Anyway, fun. Great viewing. Must see. Now, I know a lot of people say, how do you watch golf on TV? I can watch it. It has to be a big one, though. Mm. I can't just watch the weekly PGA event. But I can watch that. I can watch that every Sunday. Okay, not every Sunday. (laughs) Well, let's get back to the Rockies, Jess. Rockies weekend. Friday night, De La Rosa had a 3-1 lead against the Giants. And he got in a little trouble in the fourth. They loaded up the bases. Okay, but he had two outs, and he had the pitcher. He had the nine spot up to bat. So you're thinking, okay, this is good. He's going to get out of this. This will be good. And then Madison Bumgarner stepped up to the plate. Bumgarner, who almost hit one into the bleachers in left field his first time, settled for a, a very long sacrifice fly. And the base hit now could put the Giants ahead. Three to two, Colorado. That ball is hit. And deep to left field. Adios! A grand slam! Got his third career homer, and this one was a grand salami. You celebrate, you blow a snot rocket. This crowd is delirious. Everybody's still standing. I think they want Bumgarner to take a bow. <laughs> How do you celebrate? What? <laughs> Okay, the guy blew a snot rocket, but do you have to announce it? (laughs) And do I have to talk about it on Monday morning? Well, I have to because as I heard it, I just couldn't stop laughing. Oh, my gosh. It reminded me of quarterback of the Vikings. What was that guy's name? Quarterback out of Cal. Oh, Joe Cap. (laughs) Joe Cap doing it in the Super Bowl, raising his helmet, blowing a snot rocket on TV at the Super Bowl. As, and you know, and funny the things that stick in your head as a kid, but I'll never forget that. Just going, oh my god, what the heck was that? <laughs> oh, so what would you say if I told you that on Saturday, the Rockies starter Brett Anderson went out after three innings, and then the Rockies would go through six pitchers: that Canley, Belial, Adovino, Brothers, and Hawkins would all take the mound in the game. What do you think you would think? What would you think about what happened in that game? That we'd lose? <laughs> we'd lose bad, right? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. Good speed on with Blackman and Barnes. One out. And this 
is a fly ball shallow right. Pence can really throw. They'll challenge his arm. It's online, not in time. And it's a shallow sack fly from Troy Tulowitzki. for the Rockies get a run. That's all they needed. Crazy. Tulo's sack fly won the game. It's the game winner. Six Rockies pitchers only give up three hits and shut out the San Francisco Giants. Now, that's not a game you want to watch, I don't think, unless you're a Rockies fan, of course. But, man, that was awesome. Charlie Blackman scores the winner. Ah, wow. Then yesterday came. The Rocks, they came back to tie the game in the eighth. And it would look good. It looked like a Rockies comeback, and they're going to get this one. You're going to win the series from the Giants. Just what you went out there to do. Game went into the bottom of the 10th, though, and Brendan Crawford came to the plate. Crawford hits one high. Hits it deep. It is out of here. And we are headed home. Yep. Walk off for Brandon Carp, Brandon Crawford. All right, Rocks are six and seven, a game below 500. And they start a series four games in San Diego tonight. Three games back of the Dodgers. Full schedule of games yesterday. 15 games in the major leagues, and of course, 15 winners. We'll give them to you. NL winners yesterday: Cincinnati, Philly, Milwaukee, Atlanta. The Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals. American League winners, Texas, Toronto, Minnesota, Chicago White Sox, Oakland A's, your Los Angeles Angels, and the New York Yankees. How about a streak? Respect the streak, Jess. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Brewers, nine in a row. That's not a bad start to the season there. I think they're like 10 and 2 total. 6 and 0 on the road. Wow. How do you go 6 and 0 on the road? To start the season. Great start for them. Also, little streaks going National League, Atlanta, Philly, Dodgers, they've all won 3 in a row. In the American League, it's the Minnesota Twins. You like how I work the Twins into all the shows? If there's a baseball team you shouldn't work into the show, it's probably the <laughs> Twins. But somehow they managed to make it onto my show. I don't know how that happens. Just seems to happen. The <laughs> team on the wrong end of the streak. Marlins have lost seven straight. That series lost to them in the opening series. That's not looking so good now. Who stepped up? You're wondering. I know when I read the scores, you're all out there going, come on, get to who stepped up. Well, with the White Sox down 3-2 to two to the Indians in the bottom of the ninth, they got a guy on base. They had a tying run at second. And Alexi Ramirez, he came to the plate. Tying run at second base. That one hit. Gone. Ball game. Sox win. Sox win. A towering home run by Alexi Ramirez. A two-run homer. Did the White Sox get a new announcer? Where's the one guy with the... Who's that guy? He gone. 
He must do the play-by-play or the color, one of the two. Yeah, I think they got new guys because those guys like actually had some energy. Actually a pretty good call there. Fox win. Fox win. NBA. Yep, there's a rule. I got to talk NBA. Knicks are out of the playoffs, which is good here. They will finish ninth in the East. And they'll have the 11th spot in the lottery. Nuggets will finish 11th in the West. And they'll have the 12th most ping pong balls. So, the top three picks will be chosen, will be decided by the lottery. And then the teams will be slotted by the worst record. So, if you don't get one of those top threes, then you just fall into place the way you should have. And you hope that nobody behind you wins one of those top three because then you're taking a step backwards of course if it all goes as planned basically breaks down to if it all goes as planned which it looks like it's pretty much going to happen the nuggets will have the third let's see the nuggets will have if they don't have a top three pick they'll have the 11th and that 12th pick will go running off to orlando We got one more segment. I can't believe how fast this show goes. I could talk to you people all morning. And I appreciate you having me on your radio for your drive into what you do. All 22 at 6, Mile High Sports 94.1. Good morning, Boulder 96.9. We'll be back. Monday morning you showed the fight Top of the left circle, everything on the perimeter now for Minnesota. 44 seconds gone on their power play. Goal line extended. Fashion using that big body. Goes instead to Kyle Rao. Rao at the circle for Riley. Center point, left point, shot point, save, rebound, score! Hudson Fashing. The big freshman uses his size to position himself in front of the net, waiting for a rebound that finally came. And the 84th shot of the national championship game, tying a title game record, gets Minnesota within one. It's 5-4. to four. Marshall lead. Camerata has it. Steps across the line. Camerata makes one drag move with the puck knocked away from him by who? By Goftis Bear. Going to his belly to knock it free. Sullivan on the counterattack. Goes to the outside and scores! Kevin Sullivan, the senior, on the counterattack. With a minute 22 remaining, he just scored the goal that could bring Union their first national championship. They don't have scholarships. They don't have a big enrollment. They don't have a big building. But on the biggest stage, they stand alone. The championship to Schenectady, New York. Union has won the national championship. The state of Union is strong. Two years ago, they arrived in Tampa for the Frozen Four, and they were wowed by the scene. They weren't ready for the stage and couldn't advance to the national championship game. Two years later, Rick Bennett brings this team back here as the number one team in the nation. And start to finish, they were the best. 
22 at 6 with Kent Erickson. Union College Dutchman. I like that. I just like stories like that. Go up against the big boys and get it done. Kind of like Rocky. Maybe we should have played Rocky's theme music there. <laughs> Yo, Adrian! Is that pretty good, Jeff? That sounded pretty good. No, that was bad. Stay away from the imitations. Avalanche. Ah. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, we have nothing to complain about. It's all good at the Avalanche. But it just feels. How come it doesn't feel like that this morning? Two losses in a row, I Two guess. Lo- yeah. yeah. Uncertainty about Maddie Duchesne. Little uncertainty about Tyson Berry, although I hear it's good news, but that's that's hockey. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got a lower body injury. Well, he's got a... <laughs> there's something wrong with his gear. I mean, you just don't... And man, we make fun of the NFL injury list and stuff, but then you go through hockey and you kind of appreciate the NFL for letting you know what's going on. Blues lose six straight to finish the season and give the division to the Avs. Central division. They had the Red Wings yesterday. All they had to do was win their final home game against a team that just squeaked into the playoffs in the East. But here's what happened. That's who puts on the brakes. Drops it back. Last shot through. Traffic score! traffic in front of Ryan Miller again and that's certainly not unusual. Now Riley Shane has it. Shane pulls the trigger. He scores! 2-0 Detroit. Chances at both ends of the ice. Detroit had a really good one. Then St. Louis came down for a chance and they're right back the other end again. Kendall slides it across. And lash off for Kendall. Far side. Area pass, score! Redirected by Abdelkader, it's 3-0. That about says it all. That shake of the head for Ryan Miller. So the Blues go down. Avalanche game doesn't even matter. It meant nothing yesterday. I still watched it, though. And I was telling myself, no real need to watch this. It doesn't matter, and... They're not going to play anybody and all that, blah, blah, blah. But it's an Avs game. I had to watch. And here's how it went. And the Ducks did a great job shutting them down in the third. Marlow with a big set shot scores. Two nothing shots. I don't care if you're Semyon Varlamov or maybe even Patrick Waugh on this one. That's a rocket. Kept in by Colorado. Deep to Talbot. Center. And Bordalo scores. And it's 2-1. Patrick Bortolo adds one more element to a game that has seen him be involved in just about everything. Aggressive penalty killers for Colorado, but the Sharks are moving the puck quickly. Couture shot, then hit early in front of the net. Out of the box is Parento, he's got a breakaway. D.A. Parento, saved by Stalock, and the rebound cleared by the Bird. That's a big save right there. Marlowe for Logan Couture. Couture gets through a check from Stastny. Shoots and scores! 
Bortolo able to keep it in. And now Havlat with a breakaway. Martin Havlat, saved by Jaguar, scores on the rebound. Thursday night, Pepsi Center, 7.30. Avs open the playoffs. Much anticipated playoffs this year. That's just fun to say. Against the Minnesota Wild. This one's for real. Around the league, all the, you know, they're all set. The regular season's over. The Anaheim Ducks, Dallas Stars. Stars won that season series 2-1. to one. That'll be a tough one for the Ducks. Colorado Avalanche, Minnesota Wild. Avalanche won the season series. Three wins, one tie. St. Louis Blues have the Blackhawks. Let's just hope those two teams beat each other up in that one. Blues won the series 3-2. That was before all their trouble, though. They can't score goals, Jess. Watching it a little bit yesterday against Detroit, they just can't put it in the net. Injuries have, have made that a tough situation. They got some scoring guys down, but man, who saw that coming? They looked like such a dominant team a month ago. Yeah. San Jose gets the Kings. Kings won that series. 3-1-1. Three, three, one, one. three wins, a loss, and a tie. Out east, the Bruins have the Red Wings, and the Red Wings actually won the series 3-1. to one. Interesting. Penguins have the Blue Jackets. Pittsburgh swept the Jackets this year. Jackets are going, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning, Montreal. Lightning won the series. Three wins, one tie. And then you got the Rangers and the Flyers, and they split the season two to two. So some great matchups, physical hockey. Can't wait. It's like every other night, a great avalanche game coming at you. Mm-hmm. And in between... There's a great game from the East. Ah, Too cool. Just too cool. Rockies, let's go through their weekend really quick, can we? How good are you on that sound, Jess? I'm I'm ready. You ready to rock and roll? Yeah. How about Friday night? Bob Garner, who almost hit one into the bleachers in left field his first time, settled for a a very long sacrifice fly. And a base hit now can put the Giants ahead. 3-2, Colorado. That ball is hit high and deep to left field. Adios! A grand slam! Got his third career homer, and this one was a grand salami. Do you celebrate? You blow a stunt rocket. This crowd is delirious. Everybody's still standing. I think they want Bumgarner to take a bow. So they dropped the opener on Friday night. Saturday night, it's looking rough again as your starting pitcher goes out after three innings with an injury. But, hey, you never know. Good speed on with Blackman and Barnes. One out. And this is a fly ball shallow right. Pence can really throw. They'll challenge his arm. It's online, not in time. And it's a shallow sack fly from Troy Tulowitzki for the Rockies get a run. And that's all they would need. Six pitchers. Six pitchers involved to shut out the Giants on Saturday. So that tied the series to 1-1. Looking good. A little comeback on Sunday. 
Everything was going good. And then we went to the bottom of the tip. Crawford hits one high. Hits it deep. It is out of here. And we are headed home. Great call there by the Giants guy. Giants radio with the we're headed home. I like that. Is that better than Drew Goodman's? You won't see it for long. It's up there. It's up there. It's up there, yeah. I'm going to give it a tie. There's no ties in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight they go to San Diego. They're in San Diego. 8-10 on Rude Network. Four-game series. What do we got tonight? Let's see here. Lefty's going tonight. Jordan Lyles versus Eric Stoltz. Stoltz was here for a year. That's where I recognize that name. Not a real big dude, like six feet tall, 200. He's a lefty, doesn't throw real hard. Throws about half of half his pitches are fastballs. And then he kind of combines evenly the slider curve and change. It's a lot of junk coming at the Rockies tonight. They need to go out and get that one. This is a series they got to win. You've got to win these series. What are they now, Justin? Series? Is that four series or two and two? They're two and three, I think. Oh, no, two and two. You're right. Two and two? Yeah. Well, that's okay, but it's got to be better. If we're going to have an interesting show in June and July, (laughs) the Rock's got to get better. The dead time of sports in Denver is coming. It's warm. It's beautiful. There's no better place to live, but there's nothing going on except baseball. And Broncos camp can't come soon enough. Can't the Broncos just move their camp up for us? Late July. Why don't we go to early July? Uh, sure, there's, there'll be some news. Hopefully not news like coming out of San Francisco these days. Uh, yeah, but That's not good at all. What is his deal? I don't know. How do, what, are you do, what are you thinking? We've all gone through the airport and got pulled aside and said, and for the check, right? Well, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us. And what do you do? You just cooperate. Just be cool about it, right? Yeah, you're annoyed. Yeah, you're gonna. You're wondering if you're gonna be late for your flight and whatever. But just be cool about it, Alden Smith. What are you thinking? Obviously, some issues there. A lot of sports guys today. A lot of radio guys will be making fun of that all day. I don't think it's something you make fun of. I think it's something you got to talk about. It is news. It is sports news. It is big NFL news. But to sit and make jokes about the guy, like. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not even going to do it. So he's a t- walking time bomb? Yeah, no, that's not good. But anyway, I hope he gets some help. I hope it works out. Great player. Doesn't need to be like this. Doesn't need to be like this. Nuggets Saturday night. Kenneth Fareed, how fun was that to watch? He went for a 2020, his first in his career. You get 2020. I mean, we talk about... We talk about 10 and 10. We talk about triple doubles and double doubles and all that stuff. But when you're scoring 20 and grabbing 20, that's mm. special. That's a special deal. They they asked him after the game when we were in the locker room, how hard is it to get 20 rebounds? He said it's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. Real hard. Wait, did you just say when you were in the locker room? Yeah. Did you get to do the press thing again Saturday night? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're becoming... Better watch out for Jesse Trujillo. 
He's a comer. Yeah. Knicks are out of the playoffs. That's good here. I can finally stop talking about the Knicks because its position will be set. People won't have to wonder while they drive to work, why is he always talking about the Knicks? Because I was going to save the franchise. The Knicks were going to save the franchise by being horrible this year. And the Nuggets are going to get the lottery. They're going to get one of those top picks. Okay. Tomorrow I'll break down what those percentages are for you and what that really means. Congratulations to Bubba Watson. He wins his second in three years. Great job. I just love it. A guy named Bubba wins the Masters. Thanks today for the sound. we got a lot of sound. Altitude Radio, MLB.com, NHL.com, and Westwood One. All there to help us out this morning. Great job. Those places do a great, great job with their audio. All 22 at 6. We'd love being here for you in the morning. We'll be back here tomorrow morning again on 94.1 Mile High Sports. Goodman and Pritchard up next. You all have a great day. You know what the best thing about Monday is? It leads to Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.